of all of the systems that I have been able to put together and put to good use in my life during the holidays, the one we're going to talk about in today's episode is by far and away the most important, the most impactful, and probably the simplest of them all. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can start your holiday season every single year fully prepared, cash in hand, ready to provide all of the gift giving that you really truly want to give without feeling the burden and the pressure of where you're going to find the money, what you're going to pull it from, and how you're going to move money around or which credit card you're going to swipe. There is an easier way. There's a much better way to come to the holiday seasons, to Christmas and to gift giving for your kids, for your loved ones, for the teachers, for the best friends and everyone else involved. You truly can be prepared financially for gift giving and for celebrating the holidays. It doesn't have to be complicated, and I'm about to break it all down for you. In today's episode, I'm sharing the exact system that Blaine and I have been using in our house for over five years now and has allowed us to get out of credit card cycling every single time a big spendy holiday comes around and to face it head on with cash in hand. All right, friends, what do you say? Grab that pen and paper and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I hope (laughs) that by this time, by this point in the year, you already have your Christmas shopping done. You're already fully prepared. Maybe you have a few things that you're wrapping up, but for the most part, the bulk of your shopping has been completed. With that being said, this episode really truly is timed specifically for when you are sitting in the depths of your spending. You have gone and you've bought all the things or maybe hardly any of the things depending on how you go about purchasing and spending and buying. And I want you to sit right there in that minute and feel all of that while you're listening to this episode today. I want you I want this to be really really fresh in your brain when I teach you my system because this is a system that truly does back out a year. Full preparedness and full transparency here is the system that I'm about to teach you is a 12-month system and it's really quite fantastic the way that I have broken this down and have made this system, this one system that allows Blaine and I to be financially prepared every single year with no credit cards involved because at one point in our life, credit cards were very, very, very much the only way that we're able to provide the Christmas that we wanted to provide to 
each other and to our children, even on the most conservative budget. It's really how most people are functioning. It's really backwards. And so I want to flip flop all of that on its head for you and teach you a really straightforward way that you can literally start with right now. Your Christmas spending is over or it's about to be. And so this is the time when I need to catch you. This is the time when I need to bend your ear just a little bit. I need to get you really, really, really into everything that I have to say right now so that I can get your buy-in, so that I can get you to really believe in this process and in this system that I'm about to teach you. I need you to fully accept these certain steps that I am going to be giving to you and have you replace what you normally do with the steps that I'm about to lay out for you so that you can come to the holiday seasons next year, whether that starts at Thanksgiving or Christmas for you. And honestly, we're going to take it a step further than that. We're going to talk about a few other main points throughout the year where you're having heavy spending. We're going to talk about that too, but specifically focusing on Christmas because it's typically a heavy spending month for a lot of people and how you can really come to that table super prepared. There's nothing better than the feeling. And actually Blaine and I just looked at each other today. I was like in the kitchen and I opened up the fridge and I was just thinking about things and I just stopped and I kind of like looked over the kitchen at him and I was like, doesn't this feel so good? And he was like, yeah, remember when we used to like not know where we were going to get the money for Christmas? Like we didn't, we didn't know, like we were sitting in real time looking at real time money thinking where are we going to pull cash from to give our kids the things that we want to give them and to give each other and to give you know there's me wanting to give the teachers just these little teacher gifts and wanting to give my friends these little you know like I'm not a super huge gift giver, but I really do enjoy putting a gift together for someone that I love. I don't necessarily love to get gifts. I mean, it's cool. It's fun, right? But there's just something special to me about really thinking about a person and taking that into consideration and then getting them something that you think that they might like or that reminds you of them and being able to give that to them. And so here we would sit every single year and (laughs) we would scramble. And most of the time we would do this whole thing backwards. We would pull out the credit card, which we weren't using on a regular basis, but we definitely would use it for these big purchases. Oh, we have money on the credit card. And so we would use it. And then we would spend every other month from that point forward, paying ourselves back, which is so backwards and so ridiculous because here's, here's the thing. And I did tell Blaine, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's such a great feeling. I'm going to break this down for you guys, how we actually got out of that, out of those choices, out of those habits and are where we are right now. And so what you're looking at going forward is a place where you can show up to Christmas with no credit card debt. You can show up to the new year without having credit card debt for all the spending that you had to have and truly be financially prepared for your Christmas. So circling back to this concept of like doing this whole thing backwards 
And getting to this point in the year where now all of a sudden you need this one big, huge lump sum of money to be able to go forth and purchase things and you don't know where you're going to get it, or maybe you're pulling it from places where it leaves you feeling really tight in other areas and it causes this stress. That's what we're going to get into right now. There are a few steps, really clear steps that you can sit down and say, hey, like, I want you to listen to this podcast episode, and then you're going to have him listen to it from this point forward. If he just doesn't want to listen to all of the information, (laughs) he doesn't want to hear me chit chat about all the things. Like, I'm just going to go straight forward and tell you exactly how we stopped doing this whole thing backwards, how we actually got on the right path and the right trajectory to being able to show up every single year with the cash that we wanted to be able to spend on Christmas. And so that's the first thing that you really have to look at is how much cash do you want at Christmas? So the only ways to know that is to collect data. If I asked you right now, how much money do you spend on Christmas every year? Do you have a, a really good targeted but ballpark-ish number. Like, are you like, oh yeah, it's like a thousand bucks, but it's really like $4,000. Are you like, oh yeah, it's like 500, but it's really like $1,200. Are you in the 6,000? Like, where are you? How much money? I'm talking like, I'm talking all in the things that you, if it wasn't Christmas, you wouldn't be buying it. Okay. If it's not Christmas time, you're not buying it. So it is then think about that. Okay. And then I want you to go back into your bank account from November ish all the way through, depending on what your spending habits are. And look, there's Christmas pajamas, there's Christmas cookies, there's Christmas Starbucks, there's Christmas everything there's Christmas everything. There's like the Christmas movies that you buy on iTunes, like on iMovies, right? Like there's literally so much stuff that we buy because it's the holidays from Black Friday to Cyber Monday, all of it. I want you to go in and I want you to look at all of it. And I'm seriously not even joking. This is what we did we literally looked at every penny that we spent and you can go back years in your bank account. FYI, if you're not a receipt saver like me, (laughs) cause I hate paper. I hate paper. You can just go back into your bank account and you can filter. You can look through November and December for the past four years. And we literally printed it out and we took a highlighter and we highlighted everything and we tallied it up. That's the first thing. Sounds like a lot of work, but guess what? You're about to change your life and it's amazing. So we went through and we did all of that. And then we put that to the side. Then we sat down, we wrote a wish list. Like what is everything that you would ever want to do during Christmas? Like we like to celebrate. We're a big celebratory family. That's like what life is to us. Life is about having fun. It's celebrating. Like that's... <laughs> I mean, that's literally the point, right? Like what joy? I mean, there's so much joy in everything. There's two sides. There's two sides to every coin. There's two sides to every situation. And so we choose to try 
to stay heavy on finding the joy and being grateful and celebrating things. And oftentimes that costs money, or at least we want it to, you know, we want to do the things that have an entry fee, or we want to go to the Airbnb and we want to have some kind of Christmas festivity there, or we want to go to the hotel that has like a massive Christmas thing and spend the night and get all the funds. Like we literally wrote down the things that we would just love to do. And it's not lavish. I mean, a hotel sounds pretty lavish, but like there's literally just like, mm, I don't know, a handful of things that we could do in our town that sound like a lot of fun. And when you sit down and you add all those things up, plus the gifts that you want to give people, and we put a dollar amount to it. We literally said, okay, what does this look like to spend 400 bucks on each kid? And how long does that last? Is that good until forever? Does that number go up when they're teenagers? Like we really looked at like the right now and the next three to five years, what is this going to look like? And you can just look at the next year, put down everything. I'm talking everything that you would want to potentially spend, write it down and put an estimated budgeted number to it. And then here's the next step of this. My husband didn't understand why I wanted to do both of these at the same time, but it really, really, really does play a big factor when you get to the next step of this system. So after you've written out your wish list of what you would love to do, love to do, regardless of how much money it costs, write it down. Then that is like your like end all be all. This would be so fun. On the other side of the spectrum, I want you to write your super conservative list, like bare minimum. If you had to just to scrape pennies and it was the bare minimum, what would you absolutely bare bones want to see and have to have for your Christmas, for those holidays to be so great for your family? What would that look like? And a lot of that's going to be based on tradition. There's just, there's so many things that play into that for some families and, and I'm even like, if you're hosting, I'm talking about the, the, the money that you spend on the food, right? Everything, all of it. What can you pare down and still say, yeah, if we only did those four things and we only had X amount of dollars to spend on the kids, that would be a good Christmas. It wouldn't be like off the charts, but it still would be a good Christmas. That is what I would want that to feel like. Write that number out and then see what your numbers are. See what the difference is there between the two of them. And ours, there was a huge difference. There was a huge difference in our liberal and our conservative numbers for what we really would want Christmas to look like. So once you've gone and you've collected that data, you're going to see, for example, for easy numbers, let's say that your conservative number for Christmas all in all things considered is you'd want to have a thousand dollars put aside. You need a thousand dollars to be able to jam Christmas out the way that you really want it versus maybe a bigger Christmas for you is say $3,000. That's all in, right? That's a difference of 2000 bucks. And that's a lot of money to come up with. And if you have credit cards at your disposal and you have that completely open to you, chances are you're going to go more towards the liberal side. And that's what we want to get you 
away from. We want you to get out of pulling money from places that isn't actually earmarked for Christmas so that you have it there. And no number is the right or the wrong number. What you want to look at is giving yourself a window of this is how much money we want to have by the end of the year. And once you have those two numbers, the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to make a plan for how to reach that conservative and that liberal spending number. And so this is very easy math, like ridiculously easy math here. And this is why we're starting this right now, because you're going to start in January. You're just going to take that $1,000 for easy numbers, right? Your number will be your own number and you're going to divide it by 12 months. So easy round number if you put aside a hundred bucks every month, you'll have your $1,200 for Christmas. So it's just under, it's just under a hundred dollars a month. If you want to have cash in hand, a thousand bucks set aside for you for Christmas for next year. And so instead of putting all of that money on the credit card and then paying the credit card back a hundred dollars every month, you're not going to put it on the credit card this year you're going to start saving $100 every month instead of paying it back to the credit card. You're going to pay it to your own Christmas fund. And then you're going to have that money sitting there waiting for you next year. I'm going to give you a little bit more detail and go a little bit more in depth on how we actually make that happen here in a second. But then I want you to also look at, say you wanted 3k, you want a $3,000 set aside. That's about 250 bucks a month that you're going to put aside instead of paying yourself back to a credit card or spending on other things throughout the month. Because here's the thing. If you right now are in this habit of putting Christmas on a credit card or borrowing money or finding things like money in random places are pulling from the savings account or wherever you're pulling money from and you don't have a fund specifically set aside for Christmas and Christmas alone, that means that you are likely spending money every single month on other things that you don't actually want to be spending it on. That money is just going to places where you don't really want it to be going. And this is the systematic approach that I use for everything. A lot of the reasons behind having systems is obviously to be efficient and to be effective, but so much of it is actually preparedness. And preparedness is a huge part of reducing anxiety and stress and worry, which is another big reason why I just automatically lean into these systems because I don't function well with stress. It like physically tears me up. I get major tension. I get migraines. I've had major autoimmune issues in the past because of stress. And so anxiety in and of itself causes me major issues. And so I've found that systems relieve 99% of that. They help tremendously. As hard as it may seem to think about starting this new year with another quote unquote bill, right? Like if you were to say, okay, I'm all in for a hundred bucks a month and that'll give us 1200 bucks next year for Christmas. Awesome. But then it's just like, well, where am I going to come up with that hundred bucks every single month when I don't really know where that's going to come from? 
right? I don't really know where we're going to get that hundred bucks, but that's because you haven't sat down and you're, you're not using my hybrid budgeting system. Likely this little piece that I'm teaching you right now is just one part of the overall, like I do this with every facet, not I, but we, Blaine and I do this very, this exact method with every part of our finances, So to take this to the next step so that you can see how this flushes out uh, from, you know, beginning to end. And after you have this number and you're like, okay, I have my plan, I've put it in place, then you're going to want to scale back on spending this is depending on when you put this in place, you're going to want to scale back on your spending as much as you possibly can if you're going into Christmas and you're putting it all on a credit card or you're trying to scrape money together and you don't know how you're going to, you know, really afford the things that you want to afford, force yourself to go as, as unbelievably conservative as possible. The first year that we tried to do this and say, maybe you don't start this process for months and you don't really even think about it. Maybe you start a few months in and so you've lost a few years of saving then you're a few months of saving, then you're going to be like, oh, shoot, you know, it's not going to be again for easy numbers. Now I just missed three or four or five months of putting a hundred dollars in. So now I'm really going to have a small amount whenever I come to Christmas. Okay, great. That's all right. At least you came to that next year with a good rhythm in place. And then you're just going to have to scale that Christmas back. You're going to have to scale your spending back. So whatever you can do, if it means scaling back your spending in other areas of your life so that you can make this $100 and it's it's actually going to be put into a Christmas fund, which is the same thing as a sinking fund. And if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey or many, many, many other budgeting solutions, a sinking fund is just this savings account that hangs out over there and you're just putting money into it and it's specifically set aside for Christmas. So let me talk to you a little bit more about how this actual sinking fund or Christmas fund works. What does it actually look like? Where are we putting it? How are we doing this? So in in the in the big picture, what you really want to have happen is you want to sit down and you want to see all the things on this list that are conservative to liberal and if you've been able, say your bare minimum for that conservative is a hundred bucks a month, but a couple other months you were able to save a little bit more, then obviously you're going to get to pull some things off of that liberal list. You're going to be able to afford more. And that's the fun of it, right? That's the fun to see how much can you bank inside of this Christmas bank account before you get to next year. That also means, and it's it's just a real, it is a real hard change in your brain and the way that you're spending your money. Once you do this one time, you'll be hooked for life in every area because nothing beats that feeling. (laughs) I can't tell you. I mean, I literally can't tell you. And the more we do this, the more we are able to save and it's mind blowing because now we don't ever we never touch that money. And when it comes time to say, oh, hey, like you, you think about it, you know, you see the money and you have to put it over into the Christmas fund. 
And there will be so many temptations. You will be like, oh, well, I'd rather, you know, have this this month. We don't even, we don't, we don't. Like it's not even a thing now because we know how good it feels to show up to Target with literally a thousand bucks ready to spend it. We do all of our shopping in one fell swoop. We're not waiting for the next paycheck. It is, it's literally been slowly but surely pulled out of every single paycheck over the whole entire year and put inside of a fund. And it's like, boom, we're like, we're ready. There's, there's, there, it's so much fun. I can't even explain how much fun it is. It's like so amazing. And to be honest, we have done this with every single thing that we want to celebrate in the year. We do this for our anniversaries. How much money do we want to spend on an anniversary for our marriage retreats is basically what it is. How much money do we want to spend on the girls' birthday parties? How much money do we want to spend on hosting for Thanksgiving dinner? And we have calculated that all out. Because here's the thing, you're going to show up you are going to show up to that event. You're going to show up to Christmas next year and you're going to spend. You're going to spend money regardless if you have it set aside or not. And I would rather show up and know that I've been diligent enough to put the money aside. And it's it's a number that is actually going to satisfy our spending habits. So we truly can stick to that budget. Be really realistic whenever you go and you look at your spending habits and you're collecting your data so that you set yourself up for success. Okay. 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 I told you that I was going to tell you exactly how this works. So I've kind of been easing it in here and there as I've been talking about it, but to be really specific, we literally went down to the bank and this is what you're going to do. So I've learned this from Dave Ramsey teaches his philosophy and then I use profit first in my business and there's that philosophy and I've literally taken the best of both of those worlds and I have made my own hybrid system using what I learned from both of those like blame was so in the weeds with Dave Ramsey and I was so in the weeds with profit first and we brought our brains together and made this miraculous system so with your Christmas fund specifically, you just go down to the bank and you open up, we chose to open up a checking account for this, not a savings account. Um, but really it doesn't matter as long as they're not charging you fees. You want to find an account that doesn't charge you as many fees. And then the next part of it is that you may want to have a card attached to it or not. Here's the here's the two ways that you're going to want to decide this for yourself. If it has a card attached to it, which ours does because we didn't want to have to take the money out of the Christmas fund and transfer it into our normal spending account, we just wanted to be able to have a card that was straight on our Christmas account and be able to spend from that. With that being said, those cards are not carried with us on a regular basis. We have them stored away for safekeeping. And when it's time for a calculated and conversated (laughs) pre-agreed celebratory or Christmas spending item, then we get the card down and then we use that card. And so And that has helped us so much to be able to be really specific and strategic with our spending. And it's really that simple. You're just going to go down to the bank. You're going to open that up. And every single time you get paid, we do this. We 
we allocate by percentage all the way out down to zero dollars every single time we get paid. And we know you could just take a dollar amount and say it's a hundred dollars, but we've broken this down into percentages for everything. So we have very specific categories and our Christmas account has a set amount of percentage of our total income that gets set aside every single paycheck. And that percentage allows us to have the money that we want to have when we show up to Amazon or to Target or wherever we're spending for the holidays. That truly is how simple it is. And like I said, we've broken this down for other holidays as well. And you can either choose to put those holidays into their own separate accounts, or you can just have one celebratory account, which is what we choose to do. Our Christmas account is actually labeled a celebratory account and we have line items inside of there for birthdays and for anniversaries like I'd already mentioned and we know how much money that needs to be and how much we need to spend and we're always looking like we just sat down and we looked at our quote-unquote Christmas fund that's inside of our celebratory account and there is enough money in there for Christmas, but there's actually more than that. But Blaine's birthday is coming up. And I was like, we can't spend all of that on Christmas because we have your birthday coming up. And this is how much we wanted to set aside for that. And so we're always looking at those numbers. We're always truly trying to set us up for success. And it helps us to, it helps me whenever I am like, I want my children to have all the things at Christmas. I don't really. But when you get in the store and you know how happy it's going to make them, I mean, you can't help yourself, right? (laughs) It's so hard. It's so hard. And it's like, oh, I want to get my nails done. And I want the $50,000 fancy things. Like, no, I don't. But like, there's something about that holiday spirit that I swear it just like gets me. It gets me every time. And so this is what we've done to really be able to help ourselves and I can't, I really can't put into words how happy I am that we've been able to be disciplined enough to do this, but the system and the way that we have it set up, and if you do choose to go down to your bank and you set it aside every single month, you're going to watch that grow. And then when it comes time to hit your Christmas shopping for next year, and maybe even get some cute decor for your house that you've already set money aside for, you're going to be so darn proud of yourself. It's going to feel amazing. It also is going to truly relieve so much stress when you're just paying your bills like normal and you're not having to skimp on anything and your savings account, like your other savings accounts are just, they're hanging out and they're where they're supposed to be and you don't have to dip into them. And last but certainly not least, you don't have to put a dime on credit really is so unbelievably simple. It will challenge you, but the process is very, very, very basic. I hope that you take this and it inspires you so much to make different decisions with the way that you choose to manage your money so that you can support the spending and the celebrating that you want to do every single year. Okay, I'm going to leave you right there with that. And I will meet you back here really soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. 
Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram.